Stevens, I played Damien in the Omen. Listen to the bad boys, or else. You know, they say when you play records backwards, it is. We just sounded Russian. <laughs> we did, right? Right? Yo, I, I ain't gonna lie, that kind of slapped, dude. That, that yeah, was pretty hard. That was kind of cool. No, it worked pretty good. The remix was pretty awesome. <laughs> so that's just a little, little, little preview to the homework there. Well done, Tony. Did you say it kind of slapped? Yes, he picked up the kid, modern kid lingo. Is that what kids are saying these days? Brought it to the podcast. It slaps. You ain't got you ain't got preteens, man. Come on, (laughs) I got a preteen, but she isn't on the internet. She's not on that level. Is she she on Discord? Is she on Reddit? Are you kidding me? Man, well, they keep her that way, then, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's not cool for school. Like you, it's easy. We'll have to yeah. take it away if she never had it. <laughs> so, yes. You know what else slaps hardly? This podcast. Yeah, this baby. Podcast. <laughs> we'll kick you all the lingo today, Grandpa. We're about to randomly rent all things movies, or we're going to movie things all on rants, random podcast boys bad. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marines of Marbs in the Brat. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. I'm just going to randomly, like, fucking drop backwards Russian talk. Like, well, there was that one. Um, was it Farside or the Beastie Boy that did the reverse? Uh, Farside. Was it Drop, right? Yep. Well, the beat's like backwards, yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That ki- yeah, you're right. It was kind of ru- ru- Russian there, right? It was like... You gotta kick something that means something. There it is, see? And the, the whole video, they're like walking in reverse. They're walking backwards, that's right? right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because the shirts are off, and they come on. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. More trucks and cyber cells. Yeah. Harley, did that song slap? Dude, that album holds up really, really well. Like, if anybody wants to hear like some, while Farside was quote unquote West Coast hip hop. I think they're one of the bands that kind of like spanned the country. They weren't, it wasn't like West Coast gangster up. It was like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like this feel good, happy, like stoner hip hop. Yeah. You just got to say it slapped coast to coast. Like, right. Like, I know. There you go. More like old grandpa. You see? Right, right. Yeah, I know. It's just, but, like, um, it up already. I find myself going back to that album a lot. Yeah. Um, when I want to listen to hip hop. What's the album like, called? Um, uh, Lab Cabin, California. Yeah, I was I was thinking it was Bizarre Ride to the Far Side, but no, that's the first one. So, um, yeah, no, with running, like, yeah, drop. Actually, drop's not even one of my favorites on the album, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's just a feel good, a feel good album that that always brings me back and absolutely. 
So, anyway. no, but yeah, you did sound Russian though, there, Harley. Yeah, and, and and I, didn't, I didn't think you you saying um, hold still could sound any creepier. Any creepier? Yeah, no <laughs> Hearing yes. it in reverse is even creepier. Yes. Right. Would you agree, Tony? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was weird. It was really creepy. <laughs> well, we got a lot of extras tonight, so we're gonna we're gonna do a speed rounds on them. We're gonna do we're gonna go through them really quick here. But uh, also, we got the homework and the extra credit we got going on tonight. I'm looking at the uh, the uh, the website, Tony. I don't know if it's me or is it not updated. What? Oh, here it is. I messed it. I I had I just had to scroll down. My bad. Ah. It's on there. Yeah. Homework is Krampus. Extra credit is Die Hard. So I should probably change uh, it. Yeah, now. We only got two calls, so we're we're we're. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's up with these oh, jabronis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's going on? I mean, it was Christmas. There was a holiday, so there was a lot of things going on. So. Uh, so, so should I should I go ahead and change it now? I could change it yeah. now. Oh, you can change it now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and change it. So yeah. So Harley, what uh, you got the holiday weekend here? You're laying on your back. Probably watch a lot of movies. What'd you watch? Yeah, I did. I did get a chance to um, watch some. Hold on, let me. I'll, I'll do a speed round of. I have a wall on my. Yeah, I got. I got IMDb. So, um, uh, I'll start with the worst. First, I think I have three Tony Christmas Chronicles, Girls in the Mist, Plains Trains. Yeah, um, yeah, we watched. I wanted to watch Tenant on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. but Chris, Chris was all like, No, we should be like a family and do a Christmas movie. And I was like, Bah, humbug. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, uh, she picked the Christmas Chronicles, but luckily I was drinking, so I had some rum, so uh, that that made it that much more doable. Um, yeah, this movie's trash. It's, uh, it's garbage. Um, it's a waste of time. It, it's, it's all the same shit. I mean, it's good for kids. That would be enjoyed a waste it. of time. Uh, it's got, um, Julian Dennison from Hunt for the Wilder People. He's sort of like, quote unquote, the villain. Okay. He's in Deadpool too. So he's that kid. He's the Kiwi. So, um, yeah. um, He's in it. He plays. He p- plays uh, Bell Bell Snicky Bell Snickle Bell Snickle. I don't know if that's a real like sort of historical per- person. Uh, oh, you know who's you know who's actually like passable in this movie? Ironically, um, Tyrese. He's essentially a cameo. It's he's there at the beginning and the end. He's yeah. the new love interest for the mother, and um, he's like. I don't know, like, there's something about him. And I hate Tyrese, right? <laughs> like, his character in The Fast and Furious. <laughs> um, what are we reviewing again? The the Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Tyrese was in it? Yeah, he's in, it's a cameo. I mean, he's in it for, like, he's on screen time for, like, 10, 15 minutes. But he's, he's like, the love interest to the mother. And his son is one of the main characters. So the first movie, the main character was the youngest brother and the oldest brother and or no excuse me the the sister and the youngest the two brothers in the first movie and this one it's just the sister and um the neighbor kid the the tyrese's kid it's not a neighbor it's like it's going to be her stepson they're engaged or stepbrother excuse me so they just got they were like all right the old kid doesn't want to be in this one he's in it it's like a cameo um, but uh, Kurt Russell's on screen. Like, what it is is they the movie starts off in Cancun, and the two fans. 
Yeah, yep, sure. yep. The two families are supposed to spend time, they're supposed to spend Christmas in Cancun. And ironically, when it started, I was like, yeah, actually, okay, I can dig this movie. And Tyrese, and they're all wearing, like, fucking swim trunks, and they're all, you know, they're going to do Christmas. And I was like, yeah, I liked it. And then all of a sudden, we get transplanted back into the North Pole, and it's all, like, bad CG and shit. And I think some of it, too, is, like, it's cold and snowing outside. I'd much rather watch a movie that takes place in fucking, you know, Mexico right now just because of the weather. So, um, but, you know, it's all the same shitty tropes. Um, if you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, thanks. Okay. Uh, all right. Gorillas in the Mist. Oh, you want to go back and forth? Okay, you want to tag team like DJs? Cool, I like it. All right, so I watched the. I I finally finished the HBO series Ballers. I had started it a while back, like when it first started. I went into three seasons, and for some reason, I just stopped. This thing premiered in 2015. I don't know for whatever reason I stopped. Um, but then I was like, you know, I had the free time in the morning and like I'd pop, I'd watch one or two in the morning. I was like, you know what? I got to finish this. There's only five, five seasons. I got to finish it. And The Rock's great in this. And, and so is our boy who's in the homework, um, John David Washington, who plays Ricky Jarrett, plays a wide receiver in this. So I got a dosage of uh, John David all, all, all week long here. So, um, yeah, everyone that's in is good. So is Rob Corddry. Uh, you know, they, he's like a pretty much playing himself. The Rock, he's a former, Miami college football player. Then he played pro for a little bit until he got hurt. Then he wants to finance money for. Um, well, then John play. David Washington was a running back before he became an actor. Was it really? He got drafted by the fucking St. Louis Rams. Damn. Well, that and makes then sense. He got, he's through the he halls, got, man. Yeah, and then he got put on the. Uh, he was just practice squad. He never actually played. And then he played for like the AA version okay. or whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, he actually was an undrafted free agent for the fucking okay. Rams. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's got the same, like, feel, like, entourage. You know, you got, like, one, he's Ricky J. He's got his boy that's with him always and watching his back. And then, uh, you got, um, other characters like Omar Benson Miller, who plays Charles Green, who's, who's trying to, like, uh, run his, he, so you got all these, like, three main characters, like, uh, The Rock, John David Washington, and then Omar Benson. And they go back and forth between them. And it's just a cool, fun, like, just easy to watch, you know, 30 minute episodes. They're really quick to watch and a lot of fun. And like I said, only five seasons, so I'm buying the whole series for a dollar. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, Chris wanted us to watch Grills in a Mist. Chris uh, studied um, uh, Great Apes when she was back in college, when she was doing her undergrad in anthropology, and she had originally wanted to be um, one of these people that study apes. Fucking, I can't think of them. Anyways, this one uh, follows the... Diane Fossey, which like man was, in the yellow hat? What? Oh no, no, that's uh, that's, that's curious, uh, George. Yeah, thank you. No, this is based on true story. Uh, I'll spoil it. Um, she's, Have you seen this before? No, I'd never seen this before. Yeah, it stars Sigourney Weaver. It's 1988, and ironically, the movie came out three years or two years after the woman died. She was murdered oh. in Africa, and um, story of Dion Fossey. Yeah, um, Diane. It's pronounced Diane. Okay. But um, yeah, it's a good movie. It's it's um it's good because of the source material, like the direction, like the score, and like the editing. Um, it kind of hit, it tries to hit some of the like the dramatic tropes of the eighties. Um, so that's why it's got a seven point zero. The source material is really compelling. Like you know, she's um. 
she's a young woman. She goes to Africa to study the the um, the silverback or the gorillas. And, and there's a lot of political strife, and so she's constantly. But what happens is as the years go on, she ends up spending 20 years there. The movie really doesn't clarify that. Um, as she, the longer she stays there, the more kind of eccentric she becomes as, um, uh, what's the word? Like she is, she's one with the apes, right? She's she's not a human anymore. She's She's literally like, like the Tarzan? big thing out. What's that? She's like Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, no the shit. Loin, I mean, she wore loincloths and swinging through vines. It's it's this some serious shit, you know. She more or less spends eighteen years there. I mean, she comes back to the states uh, to do some minor stuff, but for the most part, she spends most of her time there. And I think it's Rwanda. And uh, she becomes more and more. Uh, uh, re- she becomes eccentric, like. Uh, uh, what was the wealthy guy that um, Hugh Hefner, not Hugh Hefner, um, uh, he, Howard Hughes, you know, sort of this recluse. The only thing she wants to do is hang out with the fucking apes. Um, oh, yeah, and, Rick Baker did him. Yeah, so, so the cinematography of the movie is fucking amazing. The cinematography Whoa. is a Slater because there's a ton of he is the same guy that did Mad Max Fury. Oh, yeah, well. I, well, he's done a bunch of shit. I know that much. Yeah. Um, and so um, there is most of the scenes with gorillas are real gorillas, right? So I don't know. I didn't pay attention to where they filmed it, how they shot it. I think they, they had to have gone there um, because most of the gorilla stuff is, uh, you know, it's like watching BBC's Planet Earth, right? Except for it's Sigourney Weaver. There's no CG back in 1988. There's some instances where she's handling an infant gorilla. And because of the nature of gorillas, you can't handle infants if their parents are around. Because I guess they get quite aggressive. So they actually had a... Because I knew it too. I was looking at them like, it doesn't look like an ape, but it's it's not a robot. It's not a puppet. It's moving like an animal, but it's got weird. Well, what they did was they took, uh, it wasn't a bonobo, but one of the other great apes. And they put on like makeup to make this, um, it's not an orangutan, the other one, chimpanzee. <laughs> they took a fucking chimpanzee, an infant chimpanzee, and put like makeup on it to make it look like a gorilla. They're both great apes, similar. The naked eye, you wouldn't tell the difference. But there's a couple hands um, like hand puppets, um, I think an arm, and I'm like, oh, I can tell that that's that's like robots, but it's done really sparingly and it's done really well. So I, I wouldn't say this is like Jurassic Park showing off um, Baker, but um, the cinematography of like getting the apes and stuff is really really good. Uh, the performances are good. Sigourney Weaver's really good in it. Um, You'd recognize Brian Brown. Those are more or less the um, the main characters, but um, you know, I, I would say it'd be more interesting to watch a little documentary on it. Um, you know, the movie's two hours long. It's 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 uh, it's interesting if you find the subject matter interesting, sure. but the movie in and of itself isn't great. Like I said, there's some structural issues. You know, it tries to shoehorn in a ton of information about her and the gorillas and Rwanda and Africa and 
and all the shit that comes along with all that chaos. And, you know, she ends up becoming this sort of thorn in the side to the locals because her, her priority is to save the gorillas and they are being killed and kidnapped to get sent to zoos and be used as trophies or poached. And the local government's like, we got bigger fish to fry, right? Lady, we're fucking starving to death. I don't give a shit that the gorillas are getting killed off. And she becomes a, you know, an activist. I think that was the word I was looking for. So, um, it's a very interesting story. Uh, movie gets a low dollar. Um, subject matter is, uh, I buy that for a dollar. But, uh, yeah, if you're at all interested. I'm going to get you a dictionary so you can look up speed round on the dictionary and, and you can see the definition of what that means. I don't think you grasp the definition of speed round, which was your idea, by the way. I did. Well, I, I, that was, I, I feel like I was kind of speedy. Harley? I mean, Tony? I mean, compared to how long he normally takes. Right? <laughs> it, wasn't fa- it wasn't fast, but it was faster than he normally does it. Right? It didn't seem fast, but okay. Exactly. Okay. Back to the Future 3, 1990. Saturday, outdoor screening. Written directed by Robert Zemeckis. Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd come back. Got Mary Steenbergen. This is the one that takes place in the Wild West. Not my favorite of the three, but there are some cool scenes with the steampunk train. And I do love seeing the hoverboard mixed with the train in the Wild West. Future technology with old technology. I think that's cool. His, uh, him and his cowboy suit with his Nikes. And they reference them as Nikkei's. You know, they make fun of his outfit. Um, he's playing separate case, playing like an Irish former himself named Seamus, which is kind of funny. Um, so again, the whole trilogy, you know, it's pretty much a Slater, but if you're going to rate them individually, I'm going to give this one a dollar because it's, it's not my favorite. It's not the one I I'd buy that for a dollar. That's how you do it. It, it was definitely um, pushed for the Western theme, to sure. remember. But I, what I do give it a dollar for is we do spend more on Christopher Lloyd's character, which is cool. Uh-huh. See him, you know, be almost like the lead, you know. Right. Having the love interest and and uh, we just get more of them, which is cool. I think letting him, letting him get the shine is really cool. Mm. And then Biff comes back. Obviously, he has uh, beautiful yeah, Mad Dog Tannen. He's like he's like what's the word I'm looking for? Like he's secretly one of like the greatest villains of all time because of it in in those movies. Absolutely, it's great. So. Yeah, and all of them, right? <laughs> just he's scary. Yeah, he's no, he's always yeah, one, he's a, yeah. So yeah, cool. All right, what else? What's on the list? Uh, I will rewatch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. This is churning into one of my favorite comedies of all time. Like oh, it's cool. top five. Like um, coming to America, especially like if you go back to like the eighties. Um, you know that sort of uh, this one. You know any of the like straight up comedies, family friendly comedies. This one holds up so well. It's John Hughes, written and directed. John Candy, Steve Martin. Um, a man must struggle to travel home for Thanksgiving with a lovable oaf of a shower curtain ring salesman as his only companion. This has the funniest, the funniest fucking scene in movie history when um, uh, John Candy's Dell. He doesn't fall asleep, but he's spacing out and he's driving on the wrong side of the road. And there's the uh, the other the other um, people, and they're like screaming out the window. And Steve Martin's character is asleep, and John Candy's like, "Yeah, you must be drinking crazy." It's like fucking crazy scene. And then uh, they get sandwiched between two oncoming big rigs, 
mm-hmm. and the camera pans and they're skeletons, right? It's just their face because they're screaming because they're going to mm-hmm. die. And then it pans over to John Candy and he's wearing a devil costume <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> it's just, I know it's cheesy. No, they have um, a picture of him with the horns and everything. Oh, it is so, yeah. the movie's so fucking hilarious. Um, you can tell that it's just too talented comedic. You know, Steve Martin plays this like sort of rich guy who's very entitled because he knows that he can just throw money at the problem. But as he finds out, as the movie progresses, um, Candy's character just brings him down to earth and, and he's he's just a lot more appreciative. So it definitely is a holiday movie in that sense, right? So this one takes place during Thanksgiving, not Christmas. But right. this is absolutely, I could watch this every year during the holiday season. This one is, I, I would just gladly watch this as a as a Christmas movie, even though it does take place during Thanksgiving. It, it definitely, it you know, so we were talking about what makes a movie a holiday movie kind of thing. And it's that, you know, family being thankful, appreciative kind of stuff. And this one hits all those. So um, I'd absolutely watch this over and over again. So it absolutely gets a slider. That was a fucking movie. I'm thinking too, it's like not like a, um, a buddy cop movie, but a, a comedy duo movie. It's a, it's a road trip movie yeah, and a road trip one. So, you know, we see like Tommy boy, right. You know, other ones like that. So it's not the first to do it, you know, but, uh, well, it's probably one of the earliest to do it very well, and then it became, you know, the trope off the success of something like this. You know, yeah. it's like but you've had other comedic duos before. Is what I'm saying, oh, of course, of course, um, road trip and do the yeah. And there were this formula was super easy to do. It's like I right, put two funny comedians right. together on a road trip and make it work. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, what else we got, Tony? Uh, the uh, Family Stone, Night Before. Oh, Family Stone. Fuck, that's right. Okay, so my buddy had posted on, on Instagram that he always watches this at Christmas time. And I'm like, all right, well, let's watch it. And he's like, all right. It's got like a huge cast. It's got, um, uh, who's it? Claire Danes, Diane Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Dermot Maroney, Craig T. O'Neillson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson. I mean, it's huge, right? And, uh, they're coming home from, for the holidays. Dermot Maroney's dating Sarah Jessica Parker. She's from like she's super like um, uppity, and people and the family doesn't like her. And they're super rude to her in the beginning, especially the mom. So it's super awkward. Then you see Luke Wilson's being super nice to her, and right off the bat, Amy's like, "Oh, they're gonna hook up." I'm fucking sure as hell, she's not right if they don't, you know. And then Claire Danes is um, Sarah Jessica Parker's sister. She gets called in, and it's one of those like just I can see why people enjoy this and watching it, you know. It was it was all right. It wasn't. I I don't know, see why he likes it so much, especially in the very beginning. Like everyone's so mean spirited and like mean, and I'm like, this, this is going to turn around soon, right? It's like comedy drama drama romance, and uh, it's supposed to be a feel good uh, movie. And like in the cover, it's got like the ring finger flicking you off, kind of. It's like yeah, that's pretty much what you guys are doing. I don't know. It's like uh, she's trying her hardest to be you know liked by everybody, and and they're just being mean to her, and like they're a quirky family, and. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as when I watched it, it's fine. Would I revisit it during the Christmas time? Probably not, not for me. Um, but I can see what people like it. So to me, it's like a low dollar. I give it, I guess, you know. I'd Those buy that for a dollar. You know, Rachel McAdams is super easy to look at, so it always comes. <laughs> I think so that's gonna just just put it over the hump a little bit. So, all right. So what else? Uh, night before Leon the Professional. 
Oh, fuck, I did see a lot. God damn. Forget yeah. about all these. Jesus Christ, that's what Harley was talking about. Okay, so night before, my buddy uh, Jeff's always told me to watch this, another Christmas movie to watch. I think this we did that one and then this one back to back. And uh, directed, directed by Jonathan Levine. On Christmas Eve, three lifelong friends spend the night in New York City looking for a holy grail of Christmas parties. And this stars Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and um, Papa Doc from 8 Mile, Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. Falcon. Um, this one has Lizzie Kaplan, which is always going to put put it over the hump as well, too, with this one. But yeah, Seth Rogen, J- Joseph Gordon, they worked in that one cancer movie, 50 50. You guys remember that? So I don't know if they did this right after. So they formed a little like, uh, friendship there. But it's just a comedy, you know, where they, um, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's, um, he loses his parents very young, and uh, his, two, his two friends always get together on Christmas and just hang out. And they always have a good time. So they've had this friendship for a long time, and they have this tradition. Well, every Christmas Eve, they'll hang out and, uh, and just party it up. And uh, Seth Rogen's about to be a dad, but his wife is like, here. She gives him like a little tin full of all these random drugs. I'm like, oh, this is Harley's night right here. This is perfect. Um, uh, but there's always this party that's a, that's always eluded them. They've always wanted to go to this like huge Christmas party. And uh, Joseph Gordon was working as a waiter at some party. The guy that hands him his coat is being a real dick to him. So while he's putting the coat away, he sees the tickets are in there. So he straight jacks them and, and quits the job. Straight jack him. Straight jack him. And then he takes the tickets. So they're going to go to the party afterwards. But before that, it's all the little shenanigans they get into before. So, you know, it's pretty funny. It's got its funny moments. It's not like, my buddy just finds it super hilarious. You know, I find it, you know, somewhat hilarious. Um, but uh, again, uh, oh, Michael Shannon's in it too. He's always great. And then we get cameos with uh, Miley Cyrus and uh, a certain James Franco. You know, whenever freaking Seth Rogen shows, you're going to have the Franco show up, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, some some funny gags here and there. Um, not hilarious life. Like I, I don't know if I'd watch this over and over again uh, during the Christmas season. But it is. I did. Like I said, when I was saying last week, I didn't realize there are that many. I just always kind of kept in my little bubble, watched the same ones over and over again. So I didn't really start venturing now until I'm like, oh shit, there are fucking a lot of movies, especially newer ones. So I don't know what I was tripping about. So this one, yeah, I'm gonna give this one a dollar as well. I'd buy that for a dollar. And then Leon the Professional, we've all seen this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, really, need to go. Uh, I'm not say too much about it, but it's written directed by Luke Besson. I know Tony's a big fan of Fifth Element. So uh, what, what I found interesting was La Femme Nikita, he had done prior, and John Renault was in it. And he liked his character so much that he pretty much wrote this for him and uh, gave him the script. And uh, um, yeah, he plays Leon the Professional. Gary Oldman, Stansfield is a crazy crooked cop, you know, takes a pill. He swallows it a certain way, which is kind of funny. Um, and Natalie Portman, young Natalie Portman, it's like 11 in the movie, plays Matilda. Then uh, Yellow Tony, who pretty much hires him, you know, and he's a cleaner, so he, he he's a hitman pretty much. Uh, I always dug the look of it. I always thought it was cool, like the certain shots like they have in New York. And uh, Gary Oldman's just a creepy bad guy in it. I, I loved him in it. Uh, I love the hip training the little girl. I, like I said, a big revenge movie, right? She wants revenge because her family was killed. She's pissed off. Like, why did they kill my 12, you know, my, my little brother? He didn't do anything. So she's like, you know, because her mom wasn't a real mom and her dad was a prick and the sister hated. So she already had a terrible life. Um, but that one scene where she she earns her acting chops, is man, when she's standing in the hallway with the groceries and walks by her family and she can see that, you know. No, that's down. right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, crying yeah. her eyes yep. out and she, and Luke's, beside, and she, you know, um, uh, Leon's looking through the peephole with his gun to the door and she's crying like, please let me in, you know, please let me in. He's knocking, knocking. But the third time he finally lets her in, you're like, oh, thank God. Um, some cool, you know, some cool scenes, you know, some, um, 
uh, lots of milk, lots of milks being consumed, a lot of watering of the plants. Uh, uh, the only the weird part that I I don't like is how when she starts falling for him, you know, and she kind of like like tells him she's like falls for him and likes him and he's like super awkward. It, it makes you uncomfortable and awkwardly. Yeah. Well, that's because she. He is. Well, I know he, she's battered. I mean, she's gone through some shit, but it's well, like, yeah. I know she's wanting a father figure, but she wants like a. Like he even even he says you don't even know what love is. What are you talking about? You know. Yeah, that's that comes. I heard that age. it's it comes from Luke Bazan being a pedo pervert. Oh is really? That why? Yep. Okay. Oh, no. so, okay. So then it makes it even more awkward then because yep. I was trying to like. He originally <sighs> wanted to actually have them have a like a a sexy scene together. What? Yeah, oh. dude. It, it's kind of gross. gross. It's kind of gross. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, I it, feel like a dick if I give it a Slater now. I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's. It, ever since I read that, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can watch that movie again the it's same like way. like your parents were in the movie, right? And she's great in it. She does a really well job, you know? And uh, He himself he's has like, five kids. Who does? Luke, the son. Oh. He's been married oh. four times. Uh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia to see if it has any. Yeah, because I watched the behind the scenes too, and they were talking about it, you know. And they wanted he. There was a one line. One of the I think I don't know if it was a DP or somebody had said, "I want." He's like they had. They were looking at all these like 15 and 16 year old girls, you know. And uh, he was like, "No, no, I want. I want somebody that thinks they know about sex, but they don't know about sex. Make them look like that they're really young." And I'm like, "What's a weird thing to say?" Like why you know like why would they, why would you even need to talk about that at all? Like this movie fucking great if they didn't have that like mixed yep. in it and what, and what kills me like when you watch it it's like two or three times. You know? Have you did you watch the American version or the international version? Because apparently that one's even worse. Okay, so when I first started, it said uh, is it regular and the unrated or I don't know if it was unrated. uncut or, like an uncut version. Maybe that's it. yeah. So yeah, so that one apparently has. Uh, the extra scenes are when she tries to get him to kiss her or and seduce him and get him into bed. Yes, that, that's, that's the uncut awkward. version. The American version has those out. Okay. This see. this is okay. what uh yeah this is what Tony's talking about. Um, Besson's second wife was actress and director Maywe Labesco, who he started dating when he was thirty-one and she was fifteen. Yep. Oh, they were married in late nineteen ninety-two when Labesco, sixteen, was pregnant with their daughter Shanna, who was born in January nineteen ninety-three. Labesco later claimed that their relationship inspired Besson's film *Leon*, where the plot involves the emotional relationship between an adult man and a twelve-year-old girl. Their marriage ended in ninety-seven when Besson became involved with actor. Milia Jehovovich during what? the filming of The Fifth Element. Element? He married the 21-year-old oh, in 1997 at age of 38, but they divorced in 1999. Yeah. So he ended up marrying Mia Jehovovich. How old was Mia? She was 21. He was 38. That's like Tony right now, right? <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. That's what I did. Okay. So, okay, so 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 the other side of that is that um at the time in France the legal age of consent was 15 but a minor was still considered someone under the age of 18. Well, and, and so there's it, gray area over there. Yeah, whether it's legal or not, 
is beside right. the point. What you, right. 31-year-old I'm saying. wants to be with a teenager? I, I, I mean 30 I guarantee you I, that's... that's grow up. I guarantee like, you that that was like that hundreds of years ago. That That's exactly what it was. Well, it's because we, we married people to procreate with them. No, you fuck case, people to procreate with them. <laughs> you don't marry. You marry for property. Oh, that's, well, yeah, that's another big one, of course. Yes, very right, correct. Like it's 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 all over the place. You know, right. our history with with sex and marriage. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what was acceptable a hundred years ago is not acceptable to today. Right, and there's um, people that just carry the old ways with them. I mean, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, but. Psychology has shown that it's not great for the fifteen-year-old to marry the thirty-one-year-old. It's not. It's oh, not. Yeah, um, yeah. But nobody, <laughs> nobody uh, accepts science until like right, five hundred right, years until later. The fucking world melts and uh, <laughs> yeah, the pandemic kills yeah, a million people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> science science shows that you're not a full adult until you're thirty. Your your prefrontal cortex is not developed. Still a full adult yet. Twenty mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. Yo, I just got toy cars for fucking Christmas. You think I'm going up yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now. Right. Did I got a Ninja Turtle shirt? Come on, man. Yep. We, 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 yep. we toys are with kids, man. Oh, yeah, man. I'm still watching fucking uh, cartoons. You're watching Clone Wars. Yeah, exactly. I'm, uh, that, that, Dude, that's like... I'm wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt right now. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, okay. So, you know what? If I were to watch... I'm, so, from now on, I'm always watching the American American version. version exactly. Because yeah. even crew was watching it with me, and he was like, going, this, he's like, this is weird. I'm like, I know, right? I'm like, I don't remember this. I, and I, I was tripping out because I, I guess I've always watched the American version. I don't remember yep. this. Yep. There's one scene where she's like, you know, um, he's like, here, let's let's lie. To, lie yeah, I'm, we're going to sleep together, right? But, like, just you, he's lying there like completely nervous, and she's, like, sleeping. And then, like, she just grabs his own one arm to, like, go to sleep, you know, and he's like, Still sitting there, still like, what the fuck? You know, he's like, he rarely sleeps. I know he always talked about. He's like, once you killed one person, you sleep with one eye open the rest of your life. Um, so it was like super awkward. You could even tell he's completely awkward. And I'm like, if you're awkward, the fucking audience is awkward. So that makes so much sense now. That, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, okay. So if without all that, then yeah, the movie's a slater for sure. Then I'm not <laughs> the watching Amer- the American version's a slater. Yes. That was a fucking movie. Yeah. The other one is just too much, man. It's just like, weird. it's like, like I said, like, one time I was like, okay, you know, he says it. He's he sets her straight. He says, hey, not, that can't happen. Or you don't know love lives, you know. Just and he says, don't don't mention, don't bring it up again. Don't talk about it again. And they do it again. It's like, all right. The third time, I'm like, all right, this is getting out of fucking hand, you know. It's like, okay, so that makes sense. All right, all right. What was the other one? He's so relieved. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, yeah. I was so, dude, it was so awkward watching it, man. I was like, I don't know why it's, you know, I was like, why yeah. is it like this, you know? I mean, one time, okay, you know, you say like, you know, it's like, you know, you've seen like kids go, oh, my dad's my hero, or, you know, they, you've seen students fall in love with the teachers all the oh, time. Oh, oh, um, we've had yeah, similar, like, Chris has had similar conversations with Mazzy, where Mazzy was like, if he wasn't my dad, he'd really be, I'd be hot for him, or something like that. Like, Mazzy admitted to Chris that she'd have a crush on me if, yeah, if I yeah, wasn't dad. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's normal. Yeah. That's, that's, you know. Like Trump, Trump trying to fuck his daughter. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely different. So yeah. Well, um, that was him talking about his I daughter. Know, know. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Okay. So yeah, we have our own Luke Basson here in the states. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. High note. 
Yes, right. High note. Twenty twenty. Want to watch something with me? Name it together. Um, trying to find something. That I, I what's this other trailer for this? I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Uh, I, you know, Amy likes Ice Cube and um, uh, Dakota Johnson's been looking real fine for some reason lately. So I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. This one's somebody for you, phone to me. Let's watch it. A superstar singer and her overworked personal assistant are presented with a choice that could alter the course of their respective careers. Dakota Johnson works for Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays Grace Davis, his pop star who like did a bunch of songs. She's super uber famous, and Dakota Johnson is her assistant. But in the in the meanwhile, she produces. She makes her own little beats. She starts remixing her songs. She wants to make something out of herself. And um, uh, uh, Ice Cube plays uh, Jack Robertson, who's kind of like her. Kind of like a manager, kind of takes everything, and uh, it's a pretty like safe movie. I mean, it's just uh, not really like so much stakes. You you know, you pretty much can. See, it's like pay by numbers, as Harley would always say. Mm. You know, you got the person, you know, and they work for somebody, and she's got a career, and everything just falls into place. You know, there's one part, there's one hiccup where like, okay, everything goes back. So she goes to live back with her dad, who's Bill Pullman, which was real cool, came here to see, plays mm. a radio DJ, so you can see where she got her love of music from her dad, so she knows her music. And then uh, she finds this one singer who's really good. So like, oh, okay, she's going to manage him, prove to her that she can produce, yada, yada. And then at the end, it's just, you know, it's a happy ending. It's, it's just, like I said, it's it's just one of those, you know, that uh, pass the time. And it was fun. And the music that they did, uh, if it was original music, they're really catchy and they could make a really cool soundtrack. Because I think somebody must have some real songwriters and like every track they had for her. Because that's always the thing, right? Like when you – are you going to um, actually uh, – cover like you're gonna are you gonna be playing you to playing that uh like a biography you're playing a certain person so you already have the songs written but if you do a fictional character you gotta come up with fictional music right and sometimes it doesn't work but with this one look like they you know really had some cool songs and it really worked so so yeah this one the high note it's gonna get a, a, a not a high dollar but it's gonna get a dollar i'd buy that for a dollar right on is that it? Uh, yeah, and then I, I watched uh, Solo, Star Wars Story. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, it gets a slate I had a good time with that. I remember that was the first time I saw it. Yeah. You said it holds up well, huh? Solo, a Star Wars Story. Yeah, I, I love all the oh. characters. I like revisiting. the. It, it's got good beats. It's got good pacing. The action's fun. Um, it's different. It's not a Luke Skywalker you know, saga. Mm. Um and it's and it's fun. Like um, I, I I enjoy uh, the robot, the, the characters. Uh, it's it's good. It's a good. It's good shit. So yeah, my boy Charles Gambino's in it. Yeah, yeah man. John Farrow does, does a voice. The only one I don't like is the female robot. Oh, it's my favorite robot, man. She's oh, so awesome. Dude, I Love her. That's the one. <laughs> she's uh, she's awesome. She's so annoying. She's yeah. Like social justice warrior. She's so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, and it's oh, funny. Like robot hips too. It's so weird. It's <laughs> fucking funny. It, I remember watching it, thinking, "Yeah, the movie's not trying to be anything. It's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's you know trying to tell an origin story, but it's it it was less Star Wars and more space fun. Yeah, not the traditional sort of over the top big." space opera that the star right Wars it's 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 um you know it's not a use the force and <laughs> the force be with you it's on all that shit it's right. the it's the you know the the thieving you know criminal side of pirates yeah yeah underbelly of star wars yeah mm-hmm, the, exactly which is a big big side of the the story 
um and it's really cool because when when spoiler alert when maul darth maul comes on the screen um and and once you know the 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 his story from the clone wars i was like that's right he's deep into the underbelly like that's that has that's his new future it's cool it's really cool so definitely gets a slave for me now okay damn yeah oh i didn't like the way he got his name too it's kind of funny Oh, that it just got handed to him. I was yeah. like, "That's great! Really? That's the coolest name in the galaxy." That's how. That's how I got. I it. think that's awesome. <laughs> nope, there's no fancy, fancy uh, uh, story behind it. It's just someone put a stamp on you. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I love shit like that. Though. All right, cool. Was that all of them then? I think that's it. Cool. All right, then I think I'm ready to go to school. School's it, sucker. Are we doing? Are we doing homework? Is this your homework? Or extra credit? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. Well, it's really easy to do. I mean, it's not Krampus, so if you call in with Krampus, you're going to be sadly disappointed. You're not going to get any. Oh, I can't. Well, then all the city calls. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait. Yeah. Should we save homework last? We'll do extra credit first. Oh, I, feel like, shit. I feel like the homework's going to take I kind of feel like that. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay. Because Die Hard, I'm going to give it a Slater. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's classic. Oh, this is going to be a quick one, right? That was a fucking movie. Harley? Yeah, same. It's, that was a it, fucking uh, movie. It's, it's, a, it's a Slater because Fonzo and I have a soft spot. No, you don't need a soft spot. It's it's a solid movie, man. Like, oh yeah, I mean, just the, like the 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 every man was like the hero, right? Right. It wasn't like Arnold where he's all buffed up, right? But, but the best part barefooted. is he's running around constantly doubting himself and talking shit to himself, like, "What the fuck are you doing, John? <laughs> this yeah, is stupid." Yeah. I'm like, "Yes, that's so real." Well, especially in the vents, you know. California. He's the least confident yeah. superhero. Yes, of all time, it's like but sure. I love the relationship he has with uh, Mr. Winslow too. The cop, right, right. You know? mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole, the whole, you know, it's like his, like it's his Denim Glover, but not with him. You know, it's yeah, yeah that's kind of true. Yeah, and yeah. Meet, and it's like cool. that's why I wish. That's why I always wanted him to come back. You know. Oh man. But yeah, it, but no, it's the dude. It's Nakatomi Plaza. It's Hans Gruber. You know, it's fucking. It's it's. Come on, man. Oh man, and, and that uh, scene with his when... wife is hot. Oh, yeah, I, can't, I can't think of the actress now, but she's smoking in it. <laughs> yeah. Pulling up now. Uh-huh. I think she's only in the first and second one too. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Um, my, it, when when Hans Gruber is is faking the American accent. Oh my god! Oh, every it's time. Such a good scene, man. Yeah. It is. Bedelia, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want her IMDb picture? It's good. <laughs> this guy, yeah. He's like, oh, no. And you know, when I first watched it, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, why is he talking like that? And then I was like, oh, he's disguising himself. I was like, okay. Because yeah. we knew he was a bad guy, but, you know, Bruce Willis didn't. So when I first watched yeah. it, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, now I know what he's doing, you know. But I love, too, the very beginning, too, like, you got the, 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 um, the Urkel, the, the hacker guy, he's all talking to the other other bad guy, and the security guy's right before you ask him something, he's just go, oh, can you believe the score of that game? Bah, bah, they take him out. I'm like, damn, that was smooth. Yeah. The way they handled that, not even like talk to him for a little bit, or like 
tie him up, handcuff. Like, no, they just straight out took him out. That was badass. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also that this is a hard R. So it takes the hard R element from those 80s movies that were, you know, superheroes and then, you know, it brings it down. So. Too, man. Oh. Yeah, this is definitely a John McTiernan film. For Shout sure. out to Deborah White who played Argyle. Thought he was great. Argyle. <laughs> so awesome. He might be just chilling a little more weight. He might be just waited the whole time. It's awesome. <laughs> but Argyle was cool too. <laughs> yeah, so this this is certified. That was a fucking movie. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. 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 Tony's going to fuck people because nobody's going to give it a certified oh. slater. <laughs> Watch. Uh, that's true. Uh, so some of the calls, I'm going to have to advance them to the middle. Oh, yeah, um, a little bit. Oh, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, but I'll just start. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. <laughs> Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. Oh, shit, that reminded me. I did see two other movies. Motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I went to the drive-in with Scott. His voice reminded me. On Wednesday, I went to the to the to this drive-in. We watched Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Black Christmas. Um, wow. uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night's a fun Christmas horror movie. It's just this uh, guy who watched his kids or his parents get killed, dressed up as Santa, and uh, every time he sees Santa, he freaks out. And one time, he's working at a toy store, and they make him dress up as Santa. It triggers him. And he goes on a killing spree. It's I awesome. swear, it's we I swear we we watched this. Yeah, I might have, I might have made you guys watch it. Yeah, yeah. And then Black Christmas. I don't. I get the love of that movie. I'm always falling asleep. I'm almost bored with it. I know it's got John Saxon and Margot Kidder and all of all of Hussey. It's like it's directed by Bob Clark, who directed the first uh, Christmas horror, uh, Christmas story. So he has a horror movie, Christmas movie, and, a, and like the classic Christmas movie. Uh, I just don't get the love for it. I I, I was kind of dozing off. I'm granted my buddy bought Krispy Kreme donuts, so. We had just eaten one, and I was just like, kind of getting tired. Was like, you ate a donut, and you went to sleep after that? Well, no, it was, like, it was the second feature, you know. So it's carb crash, just, man. We had we had panda before that too, though. Oof, double carb crash. Exactly. Oh man, we had panda before because you know we wanted to bring in food. So, um, so yeah, and uh, and then we did like a gift exchange after that too with the friend with my friend. So that was fun, but. Uh, yeah, that one I just I can't give it a rating because I don't really remember it that well. So. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. I, I did, but I just can't remember. Like I don't, you know, it's like in pieces, you know, so it doesn't make yeah. sense. It's hard to review itself. But uh, Silent Night Dollar. All right. I'd buy that for a dollar. There we go. All right. Now so, we go. where are their points at? Trying to buy. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, right now, Art's obviously the big leader with. Wait, does he have 87 points? <laughs> you tell us, man. You're the points. <laughs> you were asking us? Well, I have 66, but then right above it, I have 87. You just have random numbers written on your paper? No, I just write the scores, but then, you know, I make adjustments, and I don't always write the explanation for the judgment. For the, what? he had forty. Do you delete the calls? Do they get stored? Huh? 
Uh, no, no, I, I think what I have... Well, you want, you want to play an old one? Is that going to give you the points? Or you want the I last was thinking, one? Yeah, I was thinking like last week. Last week's show, you hear the points. Jeez. You really uh, don't know. We need to ask him. That's hilarious. All right, all right. You want you want to do this live on the show? <laughs> Tony's doing? pissed. Tony's like, you had one job. <laughs> uh, Mark just on at ten oh four. He just made his calls. Right, right. Late, late but on time. Let's <laughs> just uh, find out. The- she went up. Oh. Hit him. Spirit to say that. Oh, it's your husband. Welcome, girls, guys. Yeah, yeah, he fucking come in and take it off. Yeah, yeah, boring, nothing. Yeah, oh, we're talking about a weekend. Spirit to say that. Yes, you gotta watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing the the tournament. Until your fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where he might have got some points. Did he win the tournament? Yeah. Yes. And he well, got twenty points for the tournament, so that explains why there's a twenty point difference. Okay, so then he has 87 points. Yep, there it is. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, so he's got 87, so yeah, he, he could win it at any point now. Uh, Reed has 22. I think he only had 12, but we were like, fuck it, let's give him 10 just <laughs> for the fuck of it. Um, Evan's got 13 and a half. <laughs> And Donaldo has 37, soon to be 27 when I remove 10 points because he calls on Krampus or whatever the fuck. Oh, this is going to be brilliant. Um, I don't have a call from Reed, but... Oh. Oh, well. We threw it out there, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Evan. Die Hard is clearly a slater. Um... And I think you all agree with that. Ooh. Certified Slater. And I'll double down on that. that. Double down? So he doubled down. What, what? He said Certified Slater, double down. That push for that. And I'll double down on that. That push for Oh, that. shit. All right. Slater, certified he Slater, doubling down. Yeah, he didn't so, did bet, but he did double down. No, that's the problem. It only gives him seven points. So, because he'll get six for the double down Slaters, and then a bonus point for getting all three right. So, in, in normal, that, that's great. He's got twenty and a half points, but he needed to gamble. Um, and I could barely hear him whispering, uh, assuming he he's got to make a call because his parents are in the other room, his baby's sleeping, and his wife's looking at him like, "Are you still playing a stupid tournament with these assholes? They <laughs> haven't you lost yet?" Oh shit! So yeah, he crushed it. Unfortunately, he was so far behind on the gambling. Um, he's only up to 20 and a half, but yeah. Merry Christmas, bad boys. Oh, he Tony doesn't like kids. I hardly gives it a daughter. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go back. No, I'm, I don't know if it's the right movie. Give oh. it a Slater. I don't care what you guys say. Anyways, anyways, it's not a freaking Christmas movie. Die Hard? Meh. But anyways, it's not a freaking Christmas movie. Get over it. I don't care what you guys say. Anyways. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that right? Well, guess what? We're not going to care what you say in a little bit. I'm going to say Fonzo and Harley give it a Slater and Tony gives it a dollar. 
So yeah, those are my picks, and uh, we're just a few days from the new year, you know. So yeah, uh, talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. Bad boys for life. So he got two points, right? Yep. Okay. Because he was doing the diehard on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. I, I thought for sure Tony was going to give us a dollar. That, I was expecting. I was ready to give it a dollar, but I enjoyed myself. So. Okay, good. Yeah. It's been a while since I'd actually seen it. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Hello, uh, bad boy. Hello, Felipe. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Do we get, a, we get an accent? Is that on Die Hard? Oh, oh shit. Do you like to say fun? On to the extra credit pick by my main man, Fonzo. He picked up a uh, classic in Die Hard, the original. Well, what the fuck? Uh, which is, is not a character? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is movie. I'm going to say this man is a Slater double down. I'm going to say my man, Harley, Slater double down. And I'm going to say fucking MCP is a dollar. And I'm just saying that because that's what fucking Harley said last week. And I'm betting 13 points on that, oh, and hopefully oh, I got it. Oh, you're a late caller. Better late than never. Otherwise, have a great show. Bye, boys. Bye. That would have won. See, he fucked up. He doesn't need to gamble. Fucked up. Shit. Fucking dropping shit. Uh-oh. Shit. Hold on. He's, he, he has to call the nurse. Hit the, hit the life alert. <laughs> All right, all right. So he still did good. I mean, he didn't do bad. I'm not gonna give him the accent point. Fuck you. Uh, he got he got four points for double down Slaters, but then he lost thirteen. Right, right. So he had ninety one minus thirteen. <laughs> Dang, ninety one minus. 1378 Damn. That's all you need, man. Evan's going to creep up now. Watch out. Evan could could uh double down and not have basically half of what he bets everything though. He'd still he'd, he'd only he'd only have 45 points. Uh, so Okay. Oh, we might might not have a winner for New Year. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to the to the actual homework now. Yeah, Reed said yeah. a call, right? Yeah. Right. We haven't got a call from Reed. He's probably still on a boat. He's he's I was he's he's traveling back into time so he can call us backwards and shit. I mean, he is forward a day, but it's That's earlier true. in the day, so he's wearing a Bruce. He might be watching Tenet and some yeah. shit. All right. So who had who has the homework? I assigned the homework, and I chose Tenet, um, not Krampus. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was about time. Um, it's been out for a while. Uh, it's uh, it's one of the Christopher Nolan films, and, you know, we, we tend to cream all over those. Um, but none of us wanted to go to the theater, <laughs> and none of us wanted to pay a bunch of money to watch it. Uh, so one of the first ones I haven't seen of his in the theater. In the theater, yep, yep. Uh, but it was about time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, armed with only one word, tenant and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. 
That's a confusing uh, synopsis. It's appropriately confusing synopsis. It's an appropriately <laughs> confusing movie. Yeah. So and did yeah. anyone watch it more than once? I, no, I just watched it once last night. Okay. Uh, yes, I watched it twice. Okay. What about you, Fonzo? I watched it once. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Tony can answer all the questions. Yeah, I watched it in reverse. <laughs> I, <knew it. laughs> I watched it in reverse and forward at the same time. At the same time, I, I call it a pincher moment. Oh. A pincher moment. A pincher moment. <laughs> Not pincer movement, but the pincher movement. There you go. Your left eye was watching him. Right you, you got a with with three D glasses on. Yeah, pincher bowel movement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Needless to what I say, I had a headache at the end of the movie. Yeah. You like the Undertaker, your eyes rolled the back of your head. Yeah, throw us off, man. What did you man, think? Of this, this was this was such a cool movie to me. Like for, I watched oh. it for the first time uh, with my family. Dream, huh? uh, it was it was so cool. Um, and uh, I, I I watched it with my with my parents since I'm you know living here with them and we finally watched the movie together. We hadn't we hadn't watched any anything together because we got our you know our little our double TV set up in our room up here. We yeah. never watched anything together, and I was like, finally this. I was like, this this is this. You guys be haven't it. watched something together since El Topo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have my family <laughs> traumatized. Throwback to the podcast. Like that, Harley. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we kept pausing it and talking about it. It's like, okay, what the fuck just happened here? What just happened there? Um, uh, it starts off following our boy, the protagonist, uh, kind of just showing his backstory, what kind of character he is with a little, a little hints here of weird shit, time, you know, reversal shit going on in the beginning. Uh, but he's not aware of it yet. And then, um, like, like how much are, are we going to spoil this? Like we can't, no. we can't spoil anything, right? Like, well, I feel we, like we can talk about it, but we got to give our ratings first. Yeah, sure. I feel like we can't really talk about anything because any part of it is is a spoiler. Like yeah, even even that first that first tippy toe around this would be so ridiculous. It's not even it's not yeah. Weird. Oh, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. So I, I watched it again because if so, this was a uh, high potential for a Slater, and well, watching it the second part. time, it's a Slater. I'm I, I'm loving this there. movie. There it is. Yep. So. I knew it. That was a fucking movie. Harley? Gets a dollar. I'd buy um, that for a dollar. Uh, I'll, I'll say this to the listeners, um, uh, because this isn't spoiler territory. So this is probably the most difficult to watch uh, of all of his movies. Maybe if you go back to Memento, it might be a, kind of like, but that one, it, it, it's all revealed at the end. No, yeah, but that one's also with with color and black and white. Yeah, this one has the the reds and the blues. That reds it, and blues, it, yeah. It's it's all over the place. The reds and the blues that tries to watch right. Yeah. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos um, this morning to try to explain <laughs> on going your on. on your two hour walk. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll say this: this is this is probably his most difficult. Yeah, no, um, it is difficult to to make the common audience happy um mazzy had no idea what was going on uh chris had no idea what was going on and then by an hour and 40 minutes into it she was done she just walked away she got up and left she was so bored because she couldn't follow along she had no idea 
Um, That's funny. He said oh, that. I, got up, I got up to go to the bathroom and, and I was telling him, I walked by him and I go, oh, I'm watching this movie where I kind of try to explain the plot. She goes, is that a Tony pick? I'm all, yep. This is not a Tony pick. It's a Christopher Nolan pick. It's like, do we have to? Right, right. Yeah, yeah I didn't pick Christopher Nolan. I just said that. <laughs> I, I, I was going to pick it too, of course, yeah, um, if one I of had a would. chance. One of us would. Um, I'll say this. Um, it's not my favorite Nolan film. In fact, it's probably one of my least favorite Nolan films for a lead. Um, John David Washington, I, he wasn't bad. I'm not... I'm not I'm not how some sort of like an acting critic here and I'm going to say his performance was bad. He didn't have the charisma that like Leo did in Inception like he just or or Matthew McConaughey like he it felt like he was always lucky to have the role and he was I don't know like his performance was say that cuz Christopher Nolan chose him like I know I know Christopher Nolan movie for a reason him and I know and he's you know in in his his comedic chops worked um there's you know like two or three jokes and kind of smiles and it worked I don't it wasn't bad but in an otherwise really amazing film it was amazing for a bunch of different other reasons. Is and black? Is that why? Yeah, you know me. Well, because I loved him in Black Klansman, and I think he's right. a talented actor. He's um, ballers. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's interesting you brought him up. So I don't quite feel he has the um, the star power that his father does, of course. Um, and if you go back into the you know the eighties and the early nineties when when Dad was making his thing, you quite possibly I could possibly have said the same thing. So yeah, um, you, you didn't know how how he was going to be later on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he could absolutely become uh, his. He could replace his father. I don't know. Um, I know his earlier we'll life. Come back to this episode. We'll make fun of you. Right, right. Maybe I don't know. I just didn't quite feel the, and and maybe it was just. The character, I mean, he doesn't even have a fucking name, right? He's the protagonist. Like, like we get, we don't get a ton of backstory. We don't, there's, there's some hints at the very end of who he is, which is kind of cool, but it doesn't lead to me being more invested in his character. I would say Robert Pattinson's character is, is more, um, com- uh, entertaining, interesting. I'm, I'm more curious about his character. Um, yeah, uh, and Robert then, Pattinson's character Neil definitely felt like he could fit right into Inception. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. He had that he, charisma. You know. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's his name is the villain. He does it very well. It's definitely a Bond villain. You know, this is like, um, this is you know, this is Christopher Nolan's science fiction version of a Bond film with this, with this huge. Um, I would like to see know, a Nolan Bond movie. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't because we, we've seen enough. Like, it would be too easy for him. We expect tenant level shit, right? I mean, obviously, we got a break um, from the craziness with, with Dunkirk, but Interstellar is one of those movies you got to watch two or three times, and I've seen it two or three times. Um, but I think Interstellar, I, I am excited to rewatch that movie. Um, I, I'm not excited. To watch Tenant again, it, it's maybe, maybe we'll get to spoilers. You will be, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe, and 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 I, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I fair, I, I feel like I have a decent grasp on the, on the story. Um, at least the story there's, you know, definitely the time element, you know, it's interesting. Um, this guy obviously has some fascination with time, right? There's the, um, the time travel element in interstellar. There's the, the, right. the time issue where they when they go on another planet, time travels very slowly. They know that all he got for Christmas was clocks and fucking watches. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, he's obviously fascinated inception. As you go into the layers of the memories, they get slower and slower. So, or faster and faster. Um, he's obviously fascinated with time. Um, so, and, and I think this one was kind of a passion project. I think he was working on sort of the idea for 20 years. It's an incredibly difficult movie to pull off because it tries to, it's Nolan doing the time travel genre. And we have our favorites are the back to the future, right? That just sort of like, you know, create the, the time travel movie cliches all the movies have to live up to that and this one tries to break its own mold um in in a different element right it's not going back into time it's going backwards well Um, there is there is communication back into time um i mean without getting too spoilery uh right and it and it pulls a page from the looper book of just Dude, I, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I was getting such a looper vibe from this. Oh, yeah, 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 interesting. Where it, where it just says, "Don't think about it." Like like the the scientist at the beginning who's trying to explain like, things. She's like, "This is how things work," and blah 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 blah. And don't think about it too much. <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, okay, I won't," because it starts right. to hurt, and you end up leaving it on pause until the TV auto shuts off. You know, it's like. <laughs> But my problem with that idea in some now, if it's one thing, if it's if it's a family friendly Back to the Future movie, don't think about it too hard, right? But you know, uh, Biff is is just an asshole, and he becomes Trump, right? I mean, ironically, Back to the Future two is is twenty twenty, right? Biff becomes Trump. Um, this one, you know, Nolan films. In, there's no, there's no, don't question it in Interstellar. They just explain everything in fucking gory detail. And obviously there might be some science fiction elements that aren't accurate, but he's trying to make it as plausible as possible. And in Tenet, I feel like he is kind of like, don't overthink it because it, it's time travel. We can't overthink it. And and so there's, it becomes almost, I, I think for some filmmakers, when they say that it's lazy because they're like, because the science is impossible to, you know, it's time travel, so it's like you know it's what I mean. Fiction. It's, it's right. true science fiction in that regards, and I, I feel like this one took some liberties in that That's regard. What science fiction is, <laughs> we right, talked about it right. Last time. And so, but from with a Nolan film, Interstellar wasn't a science fiction movie; it was like a future movie. <laughs> like I felt but, like it was, but you know, it was less fiction as a, like Blade Runner. Same thing. It's like this, you know. It, it, it feels more real. It has science fiction elements to it too, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is more science fiction, ironically, oh, gotcha. just because of the element of the time is so difficult to explain and for it to make sense. And what are the rules? And it's like a bullet is literally fighting gravity to go into his gloved hand. But well, it's, it's not. like it's following gravity just in reverse. Right, right. So, so it is going backwards into time. But then he can control it while he's going forwards in the time. Like, 
So it's, 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 it's really hard to follow. And it's one of those, like, Tony, you were smart to watch it a second time. But this movie is on the cusp of, I don't want to watch it again, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm curious. I, yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. Um, have either of you played any games that have the time control element to them? See, I was going to ask. I was yeah, I played a racing game once that you could... If you crashed, you could rewind ten seconds. Okay, kind of thing. Okay, hmm. that's good. Wasn't Assassin's that's... Creed like that, or um, Prince of Persia had a time Persia, element. Um, Braid, time. I think, is the one that I'm really thinking of because it has puzzle. It has different aspects of time travel, where okay. like you can time you can time travel, but only your um, your direction changes, but not your like your horizontal movement changes, but not your vertical. It's it it does weird things with time, and so it forces you to think in those terms as you're controlling it. Um, okay. And when I, I was think, watching, I'm like this would be a fun game somebody would make where you you know, right, right, like it, it like, and that's what happens. Like in the game Braid, you're playing, you're solving a puzzle as your character is moving in reverse in one level. And then in the next level, you're solving the puzzle as the environment is going in reverse and you're going forward Whoa. in time. Whoa. Like d- weird things like that happen. Yeah. And then there, you have to like alternate it. Like you have to solve half the pu- half the puzzle is forward and half the puzzle is in reverse. And it's like, it kind of makes, it kind of reminds me of the movie. Like the movie made yeah. me think of that. Um, and so I, 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 I feel like maybe if you've been exposed to thinking in those terms already, it's easier to accept the don't think about it that the movie puts out there, you know, because mm. I'm already familiar with kind of like the, the the boundaries and the the rules that are kind of around it. Um, you know, I could I, I, I've kind of experienced it already. Um, so it was easier for me to, to take in. Yeah, that makes sense because when I was watching, it reminded me of this Marvel character named Maverick, where he can see like ten seconds in the future. Oh, so it always made him like a badass soldier. So whenever he'd go out in the field, he already knew kind of like where the bad guys were coming and where they were going to be. Okay, so he was always like a step ahead of him all the time. And okay, kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, I would also say, it, since we've spoiled the 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 plot that. There's this element where they're traveling backwards into time as opposed to picking what, a date. Well, no, not yet, not, not yet. I, I, um, but because I, I can say this, there's an action element with things going backwards, and I struggled with that being fun. It was, it was, it was cool. It was neat. From a practicality standpoint of like filming, it's insane. Like, especially at the end, dude. I'm like, like I remember when the movie was over, and like even into today, I was like, shit. I was like walking backwards. Like everything was like easy for you in the in the. No, well, that was the thing. It's flawlessly done, right? I mean, this has this has all the polish of a nolan film right there's i can't tell any cg there was like two shots where i recognized a miniature but it was like flawlessly done the building that collapses um i mean the fucking plane the 747 (laughs) fucking insane level of detail to practical effects with nolan is nobody nobody even comes close to what he does it's 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 mind-bending i run pun intended um his but like and then the one fight scene that was normal speed at the beginning with washington and the 
in the uh, and he's walking through the uh, the food and he hits the guy with a cheese grater. I was like, oh, that was so badass! Cool. Like that was a really cool scene. Um, the other stuff is just like eye candy for a first time, but it's like you never seen that in real life, so it's like you're like trying to follow. Like, wait, is he going forwards or backwards? How the fuck did they make this movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but it wasn't like. It wasn't like your traditional action flick where there's, you know, guns are shooting and bombs blowing off. It's 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 literally 180 degrees from that. Um, so you're gonna get used to it. So, all right. Do you did you give your review your rating? I would I would absolutely give it a solid dollar. I mean, it, I'd it's buy that for a dollar. It's you know it's everything that Nolan does and more, um, and that can be too much for some people. And um, I, I love time travel movies. It's really difficult to pull off. We've seen it with some really small independent movies, like where you're like, Tony, you're pointing out like they're like, they don't go down the rabbit hole. This one goes down the fucking rabbit hole. Um, what this I was takes, thinking this was, takes the rabbit and like turns it inside out and like, Jesus Christ, it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> butt fucks the rabbit, shoots it full of morphine. You want a rabbit hole? I'll make a like, whole out of the rabbit. It's like, oh, it does like inverted. Yeah, yeah. What I, you know, it's got a 7.6, which is one of the lowest ratings for a Nolan on IMDb. And I think it's a combination between three things. Nobody got to see this in the theater, right? Cause everybody that saw this in the theater would have been their mind melted but here's the catch. People are dumb. I mean, I'm, I think of myself as a reasonably bright person, and I feel dumb watching this movie, right? So you know there's not enough people that are going to watch this movie the first time and go, that's brilliant. I understand everything that's going on, right? They have to watch this bitch a couple times. And maybe this movie's the rating will go up. It'll creep up instead of do the opposite, right? We typically see IMDb ratings drop off as the years go on. Maybe this one will creep up. Who knows? Here's the problem. It's two and a half hours of, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> a lot of people can start to tune out, right? Chris, perfect example. She's an hour and 40 minutes in the movie, just as like the fucking second act is getting deep. And she's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm going downstairs. Like, <laughs> it depends on her genre either though too no it's it's none of, yeah absolutely it it it's she's not the demographic by any stretch of the means i mean she was happy to start it and i knew and i told her i warned her i said this is gonna be one of those movies you cannot program to you know and uh you know about an hour into it she started to program so <laughs> um it's no surprise she didn't know what the fuck was going on it's got all the beautiful cinematography um the the scene where they're in the amalfi coast off the coast of italy with the with the uh, with the cliff side, yeah, you guys remember that? That's where Chris and I vacationed in Italy. Right. That's yeah, cool. that's where we went to the Amalfi Coast in Italy. Nice. Yeah, and it looks like that. It's fucking amazing. So, um, so yeah, I've been there in real life. I, although I wasn't on that big ass yacht, I was in this. No, I was in this like shitty hotel room. But it, sh- no, 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 the shitty hotel room looked off. I was in one of those cliffside villas, so that was cool. Um, you know, it's it's. It, I would almost give it a high dollar. I would give it a high dollar. Um, and and you know, like Tony, it it potentially is a Slater. Um, I I'm just not desperate to rewatch the movie. 
kind of thing. If if I knew rewatching it, it would all be clear. And I that's the way I felt with Interstellar. Like if I could just watch it again, it'll all make more sense, right? This one, I feel like I might be just as confused after a second viewing as a first. And Tony, I'm curious what you have to say regards to that. So, so yeah, okay. I'll give it. Fonzo, did you? No, Harden, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm giving it a high dollar. Even though I don't know what the fuck was going on, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was being marveled by the, the, um, the filmmaking, the performances, right. the locales. And that motherfucking score by Ludwig. Yes. On oh, Zimmer, it. man, it was badass. And sometimes so cool. it was overpowering. I kept lowering the volume. I'm like, I'm like yo, this shit's... You um, know how they're saying that there's a problem with the audio? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I remember it. hearing that. I didn't have that problem. I mean, the, the score was loud, but it wasn't overly loud. It, it was like. overly loud uh, when we watched it. Um, my dad oh. kept having to... kept kept adjusting... Like the volume I, during during talking. Oh, see, I didn't have and, that problem at all. Yeah, he was like, I could I couldn't hear the people talk over the music. Uh huh. That yeah. was really heavy. I'll say this: I I watched it with subtitles on, so that probably is why. Because yeah. there's a bunch of accents. Most of the characters have some sort of accent. We we did Even, too. It's it's he still pointed out that he couldn't hear the voice. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So we got a high dollar from Fonzo. And we're going into, into spoilers? Yeah. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. He gave it... So we got two dollars. This is Evan, of course. Mm-hmm. So that gave him two points. Because uh, Tony gave it a Slater, so he's up to twenty-two and a half. And my pen just took a shit on me. Twenty-two point five. Okay. Next. Merry Christmas, bad boys, familia. Hope you guys had a good time with family, opening presents, lots of good food. Hopefully tamales. I know Alfonso probably did. But anyways, on to the picks. Krampus. All right. Um, I actually... <laughs> Do the Inception bomb, Tony. Oh, God, that's brilliant. Oh, that's great. You get no points, Donaldo. You are the weakest link. Say. Goodbye. Enjoyed that one very much. Uh, only seen it once, oh, but yeah, I still remember it? pretty well. Oh, I'm going to say Fonzo gives it a dollar. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tony and Harley. He's putting so much effort into it. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> tough. Tony doesn't like movies, so Tony gives it a waste of time, and I'm going to say Harley gives it a dollar. A little dollar. <laughs> like oh, me, so Tony. close. <laughs> he just gave out two Slaters today. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's the first time ever. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. I totally forgot until you started talking. Well, you guys, when Harley started doing this clapping thing, I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There it goes. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm a, let's, let's wait for listeners, anybody. I'm going to give a bonus point oh, to whoever, whoever spoils Donaldo first. Oh. <laughs> 
bonus. I'm going to give bonus two points to whoever tells Donaldo you done fucked up. In the first the person to it, yeah. So, so obviously we have to wait for Tony to release the podcast. Mm. The first one to listen to it listen and post to part. post to part. that Tell they me. reviewed Tenant and not Krampus. You dumb fu- you <laughs> you unfaithful <laughs> motherfucker. I know. Now it makes me wonder how long he stopped listening. Now, oh man, he hasn't listened in months. I guess so. Well, I think years. Once he, got, he got his chick probably is when he stopped. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's probably. Yeah. And he hasn't come back. Yeah. Well, I'll be seeing him tomorrow, so I'm, I'm going to be laughing. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> he's going to be just randomly laughing, and he's like, well, he's, we yeah, laughing. Nothing, I, nothing, I, nothing. I, Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, so you watch Krampus. I'm like, yep. Sure yeah. did. Yep. <laughs> like, I wonder. I don't know. The red and the blue. What did you think, D? You have to wait for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> How does he know? How does he know where his points were? If he won, he wouldn't even know, right? He wouldn't. He know. wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. He has no idea. No. On the site, he's the page that calls in. That's it. Yep. It's like he's in entropy, right? <laughs> There's just as many zero points as there are positive, negative points as there are positive points in Donaldo's scoreboard. It's it's the it reverse and go back on the site. It would still say Krampus, and he would still fuck up. It's the cat in the box. What is that? Uh, the the Schrodinger's. Schollinger's, yeah, cat in the box. Donaldo, if he is in a box, and we don't know whether he has points or not, does it really matter? (laughs) And we never got Reed's points either, huh? No. No, he never called. Yeah, and he can't can't, um, type them in. He He has to call it in. Otherwise, that spoils it. Or he just says homework and extra credit without giving the the movie names. Yeah, they could say homework and extra credit. All right, here we go. Last one. Hello, bad boys. Me, Philippe Petit. A little late, but always on time because I always listen to the show. So hopefully you guys had a pretty good... <laughs> oh, like shot fired. Yep. Christmas and you guys are uh, hoping to have a Philippe Petit year. Hey, we're calling in for the homework. Uh, Philippe Petit liked the movie 1010. Then it, I listened to the show. I know Did that you... Did he say 1010? <laughs> go back. I think he said 1010. <laughs> he did it on purpose. Where you at? Where you at? So you do ten homework. Uh, Felipe T likes the movie Ten Ten. Ten Ten. I listen to the show. I know that you not do that uh, poo poo movie. So you do Ten Ten to trick the Donaldo. I say, oh, this movie's weird. I don't know. And you like to say, Fonzo, it's my favorite. Felipe T favorite. Fonzo, he said, waste of time. I go on to Harley pursue with the chicken fucker. I'm gonna say he. <laughs> I'm gonna say he gave a dollar. I'm gonna say. Antonio, uh, I'm gonna say he also gave it a dollar. So those are the picks for me, Felipe T. Hope he has a Felipe T. Christmas or Felipe T. Year and a Felipe T. <laughs> On to the episode. So he absolutely gets the the point for the accent. He he stuck with the Felipe. Right. Although it seemed like he was breaking into a Spanish Felipe T. There for a second, but <laughs> maybe that was. Character. Right, right. Ten ten. Um but he only gets two points. Yeah. So that brings him up to eighty. So he he came into this week with eighty seven and he leaves with eighty. So that's what happened. That was it, right? That was all of them? That's, that's all we got. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any points for Reed and you know, he's got twenty two. He could double down, he could, you know. 
Be right up there. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what he thought about Krampus. <laughs> I think Reed listens. Art, Art was taking shots all day long. He's like, yeah, I, I listen to the podcast. I know. Oh, that's, yeah. He was... That was great. Uh, what if Reed calls in and he, he goes with Krampus? He just forgot to listen to this last week's episode and didn't know. And did the same thing that Nala does. Uh, I would give Reed a pass. Because <laughs> I know he's a devout listener. Oh, Tony hasn't changed it from Krampus to Tenny yet, did you? I did. Oh, okay. I just got to refresh that. Oh, man, that's fucking funny. He's going to go on the website and go, what the fuck is this? Tenet? No, no, Wait, man. I oh, oh, I, I didn't save it. Here we go. And save. Okay, I was going to say, I think I just refreshed. I didn't nope, you're right. You were right. There we oh, go. Oh, my God. That's too funny. He's going to go out there and go, what the fuck? It's a tenant. <laughs> wait, wait. I could have sworn it's a Krampus. Nah, dude, listen up. Nah, Sorry. dude. It's tenant through and through. Never was. I don't know what you're talking about. Like three minutes. <laughs> I thought Harley was the one smoking weed. Yeah. All right, so 534, we thought of a good idea. Right, Tony? What are we going to do for next week? Um, we yeah. are going to go through all the movies that came out in 2020 and try to figure out what our top five is for 2020 just yeah. live on the podcast that's right. right so we won't have any homework extra credit next week no we're just gonna do that since this is the last episode this is the last show of 2020 we figured we give some we'll do something brand new for the new episode for the new year um and we'll just riff on the year yeah. i think Exactly. You know, I, I think 2020 was a pretty wild. A lot of people in between Trump and the election and BLM and the fucking pandemic and yeah, yeah it's it's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll do that and then um, yeah. So how was your guys' Christmas? I'll go first real quick because like I said, my start on Wednesday did that double feature. Thursday Christmas Eve, I went to my parents' house, had some tamales. My sister and, and John came over. Exchange of gifts, and then um, I oh that's the thing I was gonna bring up. I'm wearing my sweatpants that my sister got me. They're trick or treat sweatpants from the movie Trick or Treat. Got Sam on one side, the fun on the left side. Nice. And what's the last time you guys wore sweatpants? Uh, right now, yesterday, the day before that, the day before that, the day before that. Oh, I don't. Is, is this is this because of the pandemic, or are you just always rocking sweatpants at home? No, I'm since I've worked from home. I have sweatpants on. I go walk to the mailbox in sweatpants. Um, the only time I don't have sweatpants on is the few times I've gone to the grocery store in the last six months. Why don't you wear sweatpants to the grocery store? Uh, you know, I don't, it just well, seems more it seems more appropriate <laughs> to wear regular pants. So if it was Walmart, you would wear. That's that's Walmart's the last place in the world I'd go right now. It's a bunch of fucking anti maskers flat earthers up here in Siskiyou County like it's fucking the worst you really go I'm going to the grocery store I gotta change that that's an excuse to dress up man everywhere else yeah okay that's funny yeah what about you Tony uh I think what I wear are joggers not sweatpants the only sweatpants I did own Lanny stole them so what's the difference uh the the cut and the way the cuff at the bottom Oh, then I have those. I have the joggers. Oh, then, I'm sorry, mine's are joggers. Then not yeah, okay, joggers. okay, yeah, mine are joggers because I have like a they're 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 tight, not tight, but they're they, they're, they're not the traditional baggy sweatpants. Yes, exactly. The reason I'm bringing them up because I'm like I'm loving this the fucking joggers. Like, so yeah. I'm like I haven't worn sweatpants in years, right? 
Um, we got- oh, because you're in Southern California, you wear basketball shorts. Yeah, exactly. I'm always wearing yeah. shorts. When it's super hot, I'm always wearing shorts. Never really wear a sweatpants or whatever. So, um, uh, we've got a lot of crew. Some for 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 like school when it's like he it gives in the morning. So it's always cold in the morning, or just to get him some sweatpants. And uh, and I'm like, man, they always look comfy, but I haven't worn them in so long. And then my um, I told my sister that crew wanted these trick or treat ones. So when she saw them, she ended up getting me one. I hadn't even asked for them. So nice. that was pretty cool. So got two pockets and one in the back, and I'm like, huh, fucking yeah, right? might so, have pockets too. Yeah. yeah. So whenever I'm wearing my basketball shorts, and I'm going to the store. Whenever I put my wallet and my phone, my shorts seem to f- start to fall down. Right, they start getting loose. Not with these fucking pants, man. They stay in place. So I was going to the store today. I put my wallet, and my phone, and I was walking, and they were right in place. I'm like, this is fucking badass. And not only that, but the joggers too, like uh, with like pants or sweatpants, they start to get. You know, if I like to wear sandals. So if they start to get really bag in the bottom, they'll start to go under the sand or on the feet. They'll start to drag. Now fucking joggers, man. They stay in yeah. place. Yep. I fucking love it. I fucking <laughs> love it. I'm like, it's like a revelation, man. So so I go on Cavity Colors and buy me I, uh, some other joggers today. I'm like, dude, I'm getting some more, man. I'm like, I'm I'm all about these now, dude. I'm like, tomorrow, I'm I'm a world. If I mean to not go in a book off tomorrow, I'm going to fucking wear in a book off. I don't give a fuck. I'm not like Harley. I got to wear some jeans. I'm tired of wearing jeans. I'm like... If I'm going to grocery store, dude. In fact, Harley, you're going to crack up about this. So this, this is my this is my ensemble. It's it's actually even take a picture. I'm wearing my Captain Spaulding socks, right? <laughs> Those are blue and white. I got my Adidas sandals, and my Trick or Treat joggers are black and orange, and my Return of the Living Dead shirts is green. It's the, pretty much the cover of the of the movie with the the punk rock zombies and the and the. So I'm like, I'm looking haggard as fuck, right? But I'm on vacation. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm 41 years old. I don't give a fuck anymore. But when I was younger, I, if I was going to the store, I'd be like, "You, I gotta wear a sweatpants. I gotta wear tennis shoes. I gotta wear this. I might wear a hat, or I even got a shower just to go." Dude, I don't give a fuck anymore at 41. I don't give a fuck. So I'm like green, orange, blue, whatever. I don't even care if I match. So I go in the TJ Maxx and I'm walking in. I'm looking for some other sandals because these are kind of wearing thin. So I go up to this lady. I'm like, "Um, do you guys have any guy shoes? I feel like there's only women's shoes. She's like, yeah, we don't really have them. Any guy shoes? We only have slippers. And usually the shoes go to Marshalls. I'm like, oh, Marshalls. Okay, you guys are kind of like their sister company or something. I don't know. But she looks down at me. And she goes, I'm loving this. I'm loving all this. And she's pointing at my shirt. I'm like, Damn, my whole ensemble. And I'm like, man, I'm just like right out of bed. Like, <laughs> and she's like loving this look, right? So I was cracking up. And I'm like, here I'm thinking I'm looking, you know, higher as fuck. I tell Amy that she goes, "Who the fuck do I need to kick ass that works?" <laughs> Who's saying this about my man? I'm like, "Try talking about man." I want a T-shirt with that says, "I can smell your brains on the back." <laughs> Fly as fuck though, but to me, I'm you know to any other person like, look at this guy, green, orange, blue, motherfucker ain't matching at all. Yo, man, your boy, as the kids would say, I was dripping, Harley. I got the drip. So it was drip. Apparently, you know, if I was a music, I'd be slapping right now too. Apparently, too, Harley. So just let you know. But, dude, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, man, who the fuck knew? 41, I'm a fashionista. I had this shit going on. I don't know. So, anyways. But it's all it's all horror, right? Shirt, pants. Right. Socks. All I'm missing was the the the, the hat. The hat. Actually, the hat was uh, had a couple monsters on it. But, anyways, I just thought it was funny. So, so yeah. So, you guys are all. So, bad boys is uh, sweatpants and joggers are certified slaters. Hell, yeah. Well, here's the. This is a big I reason with me. Super cold all the time. You'd be worried. That's it. I sleep with bulky socks on, uh-huh. joggers, and a long sleeve t shirt. Okay. Like I, because it's so cold in my house. How many blankets? 
uh, two, but they're big and thick. Yeah. So it's it, the complete opposite. No, I uh, well, I mean, I sleep in boxers, but I uh, have two. I have two twenty-pound uh, weighted blankets on me. Oh, so you got big ass blankets too. What are you autistic? Yeah, Fuck. Pr- yeah, pretty much. I... <laughs> twenty-pound blankets. You did a fucking fifty-pound person laying on top of you, and Jesus it's not Christ. enough, man. And it's not enough. Like I, I have trouble sleeping. So why? Why? Like, I, I don't fucking point? know. I still haven't figured it out. No, 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 they figured out, but I'm like, the, why the blankets or why that type? Like, he, you, Tony you, is the Zodiac uh, killer. That's why he has trouble sleeping. <laughs> Tony needs to be snuggled again, like, like a swaddle. I mean, swaddle, I need, like I need swaddle. Yeah, I need swaddling. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I need to get just so a. So, I need to get just that? a hammock that, like, you know, turns you, you into. Your mind's tamale. always thinking, huh? You don't relax, huh? Dude, the other it's it's it's. <sighs> You ever try white noise and shit or anything? Else? Oh yeah, I have a white noise machine. It doesn't help. Okay. Um, no. I mean, it helps a little bit, but right. if if my mind like I have to I have to take melatonin, I have to take uh, antihistamines, uh, I have to and I have to take magnesium. Um, I have to time oh, it right. God. Like I have a I have like. Have a, you thought about cutting back on your screen time, Tony? I've thought about it. It's just I can't. <laughs> I thought about it. Harley's like getting right to the floors. <laughs> Yeah. Just saying. Um, Harley, Tony seems like he's, he agrees. He's just like, yeah, yeah, no, but like, like I did. I was uh, uh, like over Christmas. I I wasn't on the screen a lot, but I still had trouble sleeping. Uh, but well, I, 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 think I blame you'd that. Have to change your style for weeks, if not months, for you to see a real impact. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I think no. Uh, I know that um, eating carbs fucks with my sleep. Sugar fucks with my sleep. Alcohol oh. fucks with my sleep. Everything fucks with my sleep. Um, and then the other, like earlier in the week, before I even saw Tenet, um, I had a dream uh, about something about the nature of consciousness. And so I woke up thinking about that and I came back to sleep. And then the next, like all all week. Your mind's always going, Harley. Yeah, my mind's just always going. Tony, you need to, you need to get on uh, Sam Harris's uh his mindfulness waking up podcast or not waking up podcast, but his waking up um, meditation app. I need to sleep motherfucker. Why are you telling me to tell me to go wake up? Because no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a meditation. Me and Chris have been doing it for like a month now, right? We meditate for like 10 minutes every day. And it just teaches you how to be, to not let your mind wander and constantly think about, unimportant things right tenant the fucking bills that are due the the lady that looked at me funny at the grocery store what i have to do for work the fucking turtles like you your brain is constantly thinking about a bunch of shit and you don't really have any control over what pops up into your consciousness right and so yeah i could do that i've done it i've meditated um it I, i just I can't do it when I wake up in the middle of the night and my brain trick it like snaps on. It's like fuck that, that that I can't counteract that. Like I can't I can't meditate and and get my brain back back to sleep. Like well, no, I'm not saying using it as a sleep aid per se. Oh, um, I, I we have a tendency. <laughs> to I have do a problem with sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we have a tendency to do it more in the evening. And then we, we, you know, oftentimes we'll do it like after dinner or something like that, but we don't go to bed right after it. 
but it is this sort of like for us i think it just brings us down like it kind of relaxes us a little bit almost like how some people will use alcohol to a sense um but and uh, but i sleep like a fucking champ i mean nobody sleeps better than i do so I'm a, I'm gonna fucking brag and throw that shit in your face <laughs> all every week for the next ten years, motherfucker. Yep. You're gonna have to quit the podcast just to hit, stop here. I'm, I'm so fortunate where I sleep good. So, I, 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 it's, um, I feel bad for you that you, your sleep sucks. You've yeah, kind of talked I've, about it before. But yeah, but I've dealt with it. Yeah, I've dealt with it for years. Yeah. So. When did it start? It's been a while now. It's been like twenty years. Eesh. Maybe you're, maybe you're, did you go through a turnstile 20 years ago? Oh, we're ago? good for you and your father. <laughs> oh, we're good for what? you and your father. <laughs> uh, Fonzo, your sleep sucks too, though. You, you, you yeah, had apnea, though. Yeah. So, but with my machine, it helps. Uh, but you still don't get eight hours a night kind of thing, no, right? Like six. Yeah. Well, that's, that seems to be, I think, about the average between six and seven for most. Yeah, see for me six is not not enough. Yeah, see. If I go to bed like late and I'll just get up super early. It's like fuck, what the fuck am I doing? You know? And see I consistently get eight and a half to nine. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. What about taking naps? I I bet naps would help Tony, but he can't can't, fucking I can't sleep with light on. So the daytime it's really difficult to sleep during the day. I only need one of the fucking chambers that uh, Ben Affleck had in Daredevil. I would love a... Oh, a sensory deprivation chamber. sensory deprivation chamber? chamber? Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Uh, What's-his-name had one of those. Or, I don't know if he still does. He probably does. Uh, Rogan. Rogan used to really? talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he loves it. I totally get on board, I, especially since we've been meditating now, so I can kind of, like, train my mind to, to be mindful yeah. and, and not wander. And a sensory deprivation tank would make that a lot easier because you wouldn't have. Well, I shouldn't say that because if your mind's going to wander, it's going to wander. Uh, for me personally, if I like if he's I in the chamber and he starts thinking about it, like I wonder how this works. I wonder what this is. What how's this? Right. Yeah. No, because I've I've done the meditation where I can I can get out of my head, but it takes effort to get out of my head. Oh yeah, it's hard fucking work yeah. for sure. So that and in, that's not conducive to sleep, and that's all. No, and in ten minutes, in a ten-minute meditation, I probably have half of that is real right. meditating, where I'm not lost in thought and I'm not having to remind myself to come back to the breath and 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 focus on you know right now and not think about the past. I have a tendency to think about the past. I, my brain wanders into what happened earlier in the day. You know, that phone call I had with a customer or that interaction, that email I sent or that YouTube video I saw or, or something that happened years ago. My mind really wanders on the past. Chris, she says, when my mind wanders, I, I worry about the future. She's always thinking about the future mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's interesting how I, I live in the past. She lives in the yeah, future. But... Think about the future. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to know the shit I think of. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't. Do you keep laying up or do you just leave when you can't sleep? What's that? Do you keep laying up or do you just toss and turn? Or do you just leave and get? Oh up? no, she can sleep. Yeah, she can, she can sleep through anything. So okay, so just, uh, not being bothered. Okay. Yeah, no, she yeah, does. Like the longest time I, you know, I was keeping Amy up for my snoring. So oh uh, no, she has a hard time sleeping too, though. Mm. She's constantly waking up. 
and not taking forever to sleep. So, yeah, she's with you, Tony. She can't sleep. It's hard. Yeah. I, at least I don't need to sleep on my like stomach and my face anymore. Um, that I've been able to, I've been able to work my way onto sleeping on my side instead of on my stomach. That oh, you always, you were always a stomach sleeper, dude. I was a, I was a stomach sleeper for most of my life. Uh, I don't think I've ever slept on my stomach in my life, unless I was passed out from drinking too much. Really? Yeah, I've never slept on my stomach. You ever sleep on your back? Uh, I do occasionally. I'd say about ten percent of the time, I will roll onto my back in the middle of the sleep, and that's when I'll start to snore. But I am ninety percent. I'm on my side. Wow. Yeah, the only time I sleep on my back is if I'm on the couch or if I fall asleep. Right. After building the trampoline with the kids guy, I I, I I ate some lunch and I just fell asleep around my back. I was like, holy shit, I passed out. But if I'm going to bed, it's always on my side. I can't I can't go on my back. Even if I'm tired, it's weird. I fell asleep. I fell asleep watching that stupid Christmas Christmas Carol movie. It was like <laughs> we sat down, it was like seven o'clock in the evening, right? I mean it was like I was sober, like I mean probably I probably had a lot of food in my belly. But we started watching. I'm like, oh, this is cool. They're in Mexico. It's Tyrese. Why do I like Tyrese in this movie? I don't know. Uh, this is cool. And then all of a sudden it goes into the North Pole and I'm like. <laughs> I was watching it that night. Like one night I was trying to watch it at night. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, dude, fuck this. I, I got to watch this in the morning while I'm wide awake. There's no way I could watch this at night. I'm trying to remember everything. Yeah. So no, but yeah. So uh, Christmas Eve, my parents, and then Christmas at our house. Um, kids got up. They got up super early. They were so excited. I mean, they yeah. Um, uh, cruise new computers, loading games super fast, and the freaking first game he plays is Gem- Geometry Dash. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> fast computer you playing this game? Come on. He's like, yeah, look. And so he's loading up fast. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy. It loads up like in a click. It's insane how fast it moves. He's super happy. I mean, he's he got a new nice. mouse and new headphones where he can actually hear from both and not just one ear. Um, yeah. So he's been super excited. He's probably playing right now. Um. Uh, and then what else? The kids, uh, yeah. Uh, my neighbor came over, helped me put the trampoline. He, he's like, he's like, <laughs> my he was like, how did he trick you into getting in here? And he's like, I said hi. I'm like, he should have said bye. <laughs> hmm. I, I came by and just and helped. And now and the kids were super like said, upset because the playset was gone. So when they jumped on it for a little bit, they got hurt. They're like, I hate this. This is the worst. Thing ever. It takes it takes a while to get yeah. used to trampoline. Yeah, they yeah they great exercise it. though. Oh my gosh, yeah they they hated it. But now like since we've had it. Like four or five times, they'll, they'll you know they'll go out there and play, and they'll play there for a while. And so now they go to bed super like tired, which is great. Good, yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun to like just even if it's fighting or just even and Reverend Reagan, uh, twins just have this fucking connection that's just unbelievable. Like best friends since birth, right? It's unreal, like the connection. Um, so they're sitting there, they're they're laughing, they're doing their inside jokes, they're laughing. It's like their best friend. It's a, it's it's so cute watching them play. They're running around the tread uh, the treadmill, the fucking trampoline, they're jumping. You know, I'm sure they work. Like Rain can do good flips. River's the cutest thing. He like jumps and twists in the air and just falls down flat and cracks himself up. It's like not uh, athletic or sporty at all. Like he just can't get it for so. He's like, I can do a somersault and do that. So I'm like, okay, but at first he couldn't jump, sit down. And then get back up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That that move takes some yeah. skill too. Yeah. So you, but crew would do this: the jump, sit, knees, and stand up. And then they both started doing it. I'm like, see, look, you guys can all do it. So now that they can do that kind of stuff, and they're having fun, and and then today my my neighbors came over, and they, uh, they're older, you know, ones in high school, ones in middle school, but. Uh, it was all four of them, and I'm looking at the trip. I'm like, I'm looking at the trampoline, I'm like, oh fuck, what's the weight limit thing? Is this gonna <laughs> be okay? 
because the, the the teenager he's jumping up really high, and I'm looking at the bottom like, I'm like okay, what's the weight limit on this thing? Like, how many people can be on here? Because you know, like River and Reagan weigh like 25 pounds, both of them soaking wet, so it's no problem with them. You, know? you can get several. I've seen, I've I've been 185 pounds and had two other adults on a trampoline before, okay. and we were all shit faced, okay. and uh, and then I flew off and landed on my hip and woke up the next day with a black oh and blue God. hip but yeah this so is way back didn't have the net then no of course not no <laughs> what's crazy like i think like back in the day none of them had nets none of them right you would just run and jump off or jump off of it into the it's fucking crazy to think about it now right know? and it's not difficult to get shot off of one if yeah, you're not exactly. paying attention right if you're jumping the other guy jumps right next to you you can go fucking you can flip out of there right right so yeah so no, you gotta um, be careful for sure you, a lot of people hurt their backs on them Oh yeah, necks, everything. So oh, they've, yeah. they've already gotten hurt a couple of times. And they get, and they cry, they leave, they hate it, come back, and they'll play it again. <laughs> Twenty minutes later. Exactly. Um, and then, um, and what's funny too, when I was a kid, I hated getting socks as a kid. Um, no, I love I, it. Yeah, you know, socks and work shirt, man. I'm, I'm like, let's go. It's fucking, it's on, dude. It's such the funniest thing ever, right? <laughs> um, and. Uh, what else did we do? Oh yeah, and then on Saturday we had a little potluck. We played a little game, the dice game where you could roll and exchange little gifts. I won a calendar that uh, shows pooping pooches, 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 pooch, yeah, pooches, like dogs pooping, pretty much. Is a calendar. So wow. And we won this COVID relief thing where it was like rubber gloves, mask, paper towels, and toilet paper. It's kind of fun. and a Starbucks gift card. Um, so it was just fun watching exchange gifts and then and then watch the movie. Uh, but next Saturday, I'm going to start the um, the Karate Kid series because on Friday, uh, Cobra Kai Season 3 starts. So on Friday morning, I'm going to probably fucking plow through a bunch of those, man, because I've really enjoyed that series. Um, so uh, it's just cool that it's, it's back. Now that Mandalorian's done, we, I can focus on another show, which is cool. And um, I don't know if I can binge it through, but I kind of want to, but then I kind of don't, you know what I mean? So we'll see. But yeah, that was my Christmas, and then on New Year's we got a um, Amy. Went with, oh, Amy went to Walmart the very next day after Christmas, like super early in the morning. There was already a long line of all the women. Like she's like, oh, like three family vans showing up. Here come all the women, and they all beeline to the Christmas uh, section. And like, Amy oh, it's like, like Black Friday, but for Christmas stuff. Yeah. That makes Amy, sense. Amy a bunch of Christmas uh, uh, gift wrap paper for super cheap. A couple. Uh, uh, she got some of the gifts for the exchange, and then uh, she got this hot sauce game, Tony. Where it's like got two shot glasses, like six different hot sauces, and you spin it. Oh, I thought I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's probably, she said that's what me and crew are gonna do for New Year's. So cool. <laughs> should be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that was mine. How, how what about you guys? Yeah, uh, it was Christmas Eve uh, with my family. Um, I can you said you guys weren't doing nothing. Then I see a big family group picture of your house. Well, like, so Fawn Fawn works with my dad. And my sister works with my mom. So they're already exposing themselves the, mm. the, to, to their air. You know, they're working together. Um, so it's, that's, that's our bubble. Um, I mean, who knows? The other, isn't the other brother like on the East Coast or something like that? Yeah, he's over in uh, North Carolina. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so they just came over. Uh, Fawn came over with his wife, Abby, and Edson was Jacoby and Jalen. Uh, it's the first time we had Jalen at, uh, for Christmas, I think. Um, really, really? I think so. I think normally we have, no, I don't know. I don't know. 
but it was yeah. it was cool. It was cool to have him here. He was uh, he was playing with the turtles. Uh, we we had him feed the turtles and whatnot. He was it was it was pretty cool. Um, oh, nice. And uh, yeah, so we just had a, it was chill. It was super chill. Just had a quick quick little dinner, some ham and chicken, like n- nothing nothing fancy. Um, Did you have some uh, mom's salsa? Uh, yeah, no, I love that stuff. I I eat oh. it like fucking cereal, man. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Joking like he was gonna pick it up and like slurp like a drink, yeah. And I'm like, he's in line. He, he could literally do it. That's oh, yeah, I could do it. He gets a little drop of it and she's like burning up. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like it's almost not even hot anymore. It's just flavor. Oh my god, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah it's good. The whole thing, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's chips in there next to it, fuck. Yep. Before dinner was ready, I, that's all I kept eating was chips and salsa. <laughs> yes. Like, so good. For the get in, yeah. So good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was Christmas Eve. Um, and then for Christmas Day, it was pretty chill. Uh, we went for a hike with Lanny's mom, and then we did a Zoom call with uh, her brothers and her mom. Mm. Um, and then that was it. Yeah, uh, we had Panda Saturday instead of Friday. This is our Christmas Day. Um, after after CrossFit, um, and yoga, so. Yeah, pretty chill. Pretty chill weekend. Nice. So nothing crazy on our end. Um, you know, obviously it was just the three of us. Um, nobody coming, nobody going. Um, Mazzy gets a ton of ton of gifts from Chris's family and my mom. Oh, just a bunch of stuff, books. Um, she got this little like little robot that Chris's parents gave her. I think she even asked for it. She saw it on some catalog or something. It's just like a little robot that has a little motion sensor and it can balance on two wheels and you can control it with a Bluetooth app and like a little radio control robot. Um, what else you get? We got a big thousand piece puzzle of the world we're working on. So that's cool. Um, I got a funny coffee mug that says um, something about motorcycles. Like if if I'm not looking, nothing's more important than motorcycles. And then on the li- like the list of most important things in the world, like like working on motorcycles, riding motorcycles, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, buying new motorcycles. And then at the bottom of the list is sex. So it was, hey. that was funny. Um, I got a. 30 pack of candy bars so i'll be swimming in fucking chocolate for the next six months um yeah we got a lot of sweets the neighbor sent us uh, sent us over a plate of sweets so that was really nice of them that's cool uh me and chris never really get anything get each other anything big on christmas kind of like you know i got her some paints and she got me the candy bar and Right. Um, we always kind of go easy on each other kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mazzy was just super happy. She had a, it was good. It was good. It was chilling, you know, um, watching movies. The weather sucks outside. So we went for a couple little walks here and there, but we didn't, we didn't go anywhere. We haven't left the house besides to go for a walk. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I had to work Christmas Eve at least the first half of the day. Oh, we lost power for an hour Christmas Eve um, during the day. It was kind of weird from morning to early afternoon. 
Um, I wasn't, I didn't, it doesn't bother me because I got more batteries and inverters. So I could run everything in the house. I could literally run the whole house off batteries. Um, uh, so I wasn't worried, but it came back on in an hour. So, um, yeah, what about you? Uh, you got New Year's. You guys got, what are your plans for New Year's? Nothing. Go to bed at 1030. Damn, for reals? Yeah, I never, I can never stay up. How about you, Tony? Uh, other than Lainey's birthday, um, nothing. Okay. I mean, and even then for Lainey's birthday, we don't, we, we're not doing anything or just right. some zoom calls, maybe some video games. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, we're just going to probably do the New York one, nine o'clock. <laughs> Watch that one. Watch the ball. Oh game. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to think about it. It's too close to get close to my end of my vacation that, that day. So, <laughs> mm. This last week, so <laughs> I'm supposed to rain tomorrow, so that kind of sucks. So we'll yeah. see how the trampoline does with getting wet. I'm like, fuck, third day out, it's already gonna have rain, rain on it. Yeah, that's it. UV protection all over the box, but I don't know how it does. I mean, it's it's meant for outdoors. Anyway. I, it's gonna kind of get wet anyways. They do really well. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen a foot of snow sit on them. I've seen them get beat by the sun. It'll last years. Whatever the material they use, I mean, I'm sure there's probably cheaper ones, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think um, because you don't cover them, right? Nobody has a cover for right. one, right. so yeah, it'll it can get rid. In fact, it you it gets wet and it gets slippery and it gets even more fun. Right. I thought that in the summer, like, when it gets really hot, they're gonna be jumping on it. You get a hose on them, and just soak them. Yeah. You know. No, absolutely. They'll have yeah, a good time. My, my friend Jeff, he has one. He has like little misters on on the run. Around here. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, that's cool. It would just, he would use that. So, yeah. Imagine jumping off the trampoline into a pool. That'd be badass. Did that at Jeremy's house. Did you really? Yeah. He had a trampoline right next to his pool? Yeah. He had a trampoline for like a weekend or something. It was weird. Huh. I remember that yeah. trampoline. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had the kick-ass idea we were going to jump off the roof onto the trampoline into the pool. But oh. nobody had the balls to do that. Oh, his fucking kneecap ankles busted. <laughs> Man. Well, that's going to do it for episode 534. There you go, kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's your... Uh, your uh, Certified Slater for Krampus. That's right. <laughs> 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 Love that movie. Hey, they had Krampus joggers if anybody wants. Yo. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, episode 534. Or, sorry, 530. Yeah, 534. It's in the books. Uh, like I said, everyone seemed to have a cool Merry Christmas for you know this crazy year and um yeah so next year i said next week's episode we're just gonna go through the whole 2020 see what movies came out you know and uh come up with our makeshift top five because like honestly right now if you think about it like pretty sure tennis gonna be in tony's (laughs) (laughs) right that's a good one to bet on it's a good one uh yeah bonus points as harley would say for someone to be the spoiler and, oh yeah, first two points spoil. to the first person to to blow Donaldo's cover. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we'll do that. So no homework, extra credits, no betting, so no points. Well, just those points apparently. So we'll have to wait another couple weeks to find out who crown a new champion. But this has been the last episode of 2020, you guys. Yeah. We made it. I'm not, you're not supposed to wish away time, but I wish away 2020. Mm. We made it. We're all healthy. We know, survived. All of our boys survived. You know? We ride together. We die together. So we. Yeah, no shit. 
Ghost. I'm scared to death of COVID. Out there, yeah, just be out there saying. Yeah. So I mean, your boy Fonz, they ride together. Harley, we die together. MCB, bad boys for life.